and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and often even recommendations of whatever we read that week. And Amy, you are in charge. What did we read this week? We read another Joan Smith novel mm. called Aunt Sophie's Diamonds. Now, this one wasn't a recommendation. This was just no. a journey I went on. We got recommended the Imprudent, un- Imprudent Lady, Lady. And, and when, I think it was Tara yeah, it in was Tara. Um, Canada. Canada sent us through that one, In like she was very specific. She was like, Joan Smith is hit and miss. This particular one is very, very good. So we read uh, it, so, we reviewed yes. it, and if you listen to our episode on that, you will find out how we felt about it. Yes, go back to a previous episode. <laughs> so this one, I just was like, what else has Joan Smith written that's available in this region? And I went, all right, Aunt Sophie's Diamonds. Yeah, because she's a quick read, and yeah. she's a Georgette Hayat-esque quick read. So it's a clean romance yeah. that has a little bit of comedy throughout it. And a little bit of mystery or something, like yep. there's, you know, that kind of, the stakes aren't just the romance there's always something something quite removed going on as well yeah yeah so that's what we reviewed this week so amy (sighs) i am inviting you to do our spoiler free recap which again i must reiterate i feel like is such a burden because it just sucks doing the spoiler free recap but also means i have to go first well, I like it when you go first with your opinion and then I can just be like, I agree with everything you said. Or, I think you're completely wrong yes. and you just recommend everything. <laughs> Here's my more considered opinion. Well, hush, because here comes my recap, which is... I'm ready. It's Regency England. Thank God. I was so worried you weren't going to tell us the historical context of the novel. I was really worried about that. And the titular character, Aunt Sophie, has died. So the plot centres around the terms of her will. Yes, and her diamonds. So she possesses these fabulously, like, £100,000 worth of diamonds. And she's died, and at her will reading, all of her various relatives have gathered, clearly expecting that they're all going to be given some form of inheritance from her. Well, she had quite a nice jewellery collection aside from the diamonds and a bit of money. But she was, wasn't was necessarily the world's loveliest person. The so, family isn't particularly close, so she was kind of using – she would often be like, I want you to do this, and if you don't, I'm going to, I'm going to summon my solicitor and rewrite the will. <laughs> so – not someone who people were necessarily emotionally close to. So she has a niece, Luanne, a cousin or nephew, Captain Henry something. Yeah. The captain. A sister, Marsha Milmont, who has a daughter, Claudia. She has a companion, Miss Bliss, and she has a good friend and neighbour, Sir Hilary Thoreau. And her other nephewy cousin type person, Gabriel? Gabriel. Gabriel, yeah. who is essentially, who lives with Sir Henry's like his ward. I was very confused about the relationship between Gabriel and Aunt Sophie and Llewellyn and Hillary. That confused. I was. I just had this general assumption that everyone is a distant cousin of yeah. each other. Yeah, true. It's English aristocracy. Everyone is a distant cousin. They're all distant cousins. So. Yeah. They all gather for the will, and when it's read, we discover that Aunt Sophie has actually asked to be buried with her diamonds. Mm. The 
will is going to be reread in one year's time. There was a bit of things like like everyone can choose one of the other jewelry pieces in this order, and pretty much that was it. The money and the diamonds, and the diamonds were to be buried with her, and the money was unresolved. And in Miss one Bliss year's gets time, the chest set. <laughs> yeah, and in one year's time, there is more to be read, but you have to wait a year. So basically, the story then follows everyone's attempts to steal the diamonds. steal the diamonds and the various relationships between the different characters. So the main character is Claudia Marchmont or Milmont. I think it's Milmont. Milmont, who has never actually met Aunt Sophie and doesn't really no. know much about her. But she's her mother. Marsha always calls her a little girl, even though Claudia's twenty five. Because if she had a daughter who was twenty five, she would appear old. She would be yes, so and she's, she's always trying to remarry. Very vain and yeah. very selfish, and will not let her daughter and do Claudia anything that might reflect older upon her yes, mother. Yes, and Claudia's being raised by. Grandparents, very stern, highly religious grandparents mm. who don't really let her read much. So she's desperate to have some sort of like adventure and and get in, do something that just is a bit like living a little. Yeah. And the hero of the novel is Sir Hilary Thoreau, who enjoys mischief. And then the and he's also of, kind of outside of the whole thing. Like he's financially very, very well off. He, he has, has no, no vested, vested interest, interest in what yeah. happens to the diamonds. So and then the subset of characters are. Claudia's mum, Marsha, and Luan and Gabriel, and they're sort of and the captain who's inherited the yeah. actual who's the, who is, has inherited the, the entitled house. property, entailed entailed. Sorry, but it's very crumbly, and yeah. he's like, well, I can't do anything with it if there's no money that comes with it. It yeah. will crumble further. So that's the premise. I can't tell you anything more without actually just recounting you all the different bits of the plot. Well done. Yeah. So Kimberly. Yeah. You get to go first. Oh, I love going I, first. I know you really don't. That was a nice piece of sarcasm. You prefer the spoiler-free recap and then me talking about how I would recommend the novel and yeah. then you unrecommending it. Would That's you? That's not always true. No, but it's carry not always on. true. Would you recommend Aunt Sophie's Diamonds? What are your thoughts? Well, I would I'd love to be able to say that I do, just to spite you and you <laughs> poo-pooing the fact that I unrecommend things. But no. <laughs> I now, I had the the experience of being present yes. while you were reading this novel. We were on a, and your facial on a weekend expressions. away. Yeah. So your facial expressions showed uh, a lot of skepticism. Um and I remember at one point you were not too far in and you put it down and you asked me. <laughs> if, Particular things happened in yeah. the novel. I okay. So here's the problem that I have with this, and I had I actually reminded me very very much of when we read the Christmas party. Oh, the Georgette Heyer. Yeah, yeah. It felt very much like the Christmas party, and with everyone's the invited. Big ensemble cast. Yes. everyone's at a house. Yes, and everyone is invited to go back and re-listen to that episode of the podcast and see how similar my opinion is. But <laughs> I. A big ensemble cast. Everyone's at this at a single location, and we're all pretty much sitting around and waiting for a thing to happen. And all of the cards are being held by some old cranky person who had no one who really cared deeply about them, and so instead likes to manipulate people because they're old and have more assets and more power and more money and 
therefore have control over the young people who don't have those things. And so as a result, I didn't like anybody. Mm. I didn't really like Sir Hillary. Yep. I didn't like him. I didn't like Claudia. She was uh, a bit in a bit meek and a bit insipid. And yes, there are so many plot points that explain why she's like that, but it didn't change the reality of who she was. And her mother was atrocious and the captain who was going to inherit was equally atrocious and a bit ruthless in how everyone just wanted her money. Even Miss Bliss, who was her companion, kind of just seems like a cranky old bat. No, one no was... she wasn't. She was actually sort of nice but not developed very much. She no, was just true. Like... But she didn't – I think she seemed like a cranky old bat because at the open of the book, Aunt Sophie is pretty much dead. We never meet Aunt Sophie. No, she's dead. They're, so, they're all gathered for the will reading. Well, she's not. She dies when they come. They come to see her and she... But they all like, gather in anticipation yes, of the of will her reading. Death, yes. <laughs> so Miss Bliss seems cranky and ornery the whole time because she doesn't like any of these people who didn't like Aunt Sophie. So we never see anyone in that context where they're with people that they actually really like and care mm. about. So that, for me, makes it kind of a bummer to hang out with these characters. And then when I stopped and put the book down uh, was when we got to the will reading because it's quite a lot. For me, it felt like quite a slog to get to the will reading. And when we finally get there and we find out the terms of the will, I was just like, and the whole, we're going to wait a year. I, I put the book down and then came to you and was like, all right, this is what I think is going to happen. If this is what's going to happen, I need to be told because I'm not spending the X number more pages with these people to discover that because I'm curious about what was actually in Aunt Sophie's will in the end. I'm not spending hours and hours more of my day. 250 more pages with, with them. these With these people to then discover that, yes, I was correct and I could have just put the book down hours ago and moved on with my life. And you confirmed that everything I thought was going to happen was going to happen. And I put the book down because there was absolutely nothing driving me forward. Mm. And we were on a weekend away and I was having a delightful time. I had four other books I wanted to read and I was like, it's a no from me, Aunt Sophie's Diamonds. So, yes, I will say partly context. Maybe if I'd been in a different context, I'd have pushed on. I think if you hadn't been been there to answer my questions, curiosity about the will would have been enough for me to... Skim read on. Very heavily skim, yeah. like as in a couple of pages each chapter, skim forward just to keep my – because it's so clear who's going to – like who the romance is. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like either of them enough. And they didn't They didn't have a personal – they didn't have a personal barrier or thing that I felt like – like, yeah, Claudia needs to overcome the part where her mother is treating her like a baby and she just allows it and is very meek and – accommodating and blah, blah, blah. She needs to kind of, you know, grow a spine and Mm. be a person. But I didn't really see that Sir Hilary had any kind of growth on his part. So it's just going to be one of those books where, like, the older, wiser, richer white male shows the young girl how to, like, be be herself. And I was not interested in going on that journey. And, yeah, so there's just not enough. There wasn't enough to make me, like, the mystery box of what will be in the will (laughs) in a year – was uh, would have probably been enough to make me skim it, but because you were there to answer the mystery box question without me having to read it, I didn't feel that I needed to read it. And I went on and read other things instead. So, yes, that's where I'm at. Sorry, Aunt Sophie's Diamonds, you did not grab me. 
What about you? Hey, well, I, how do you recommend it? Because well, I feel like you probably are going to. Well, I read it in a different context. Yes. And, and in its entirety. In its entirety. But I picked it up hoping for something like Imprudent Lady. Me too. Where there was a bit of I sparkle. I think that's also what broke it for me too. But what that had was some character growth and depth. Smaller cast. Too. And a much smaller cast. Mm. I think the fact that this was a massive ensemble cast was a significant weakness for it. Particularly I, because they were all antagonistic. They Yeah, they didn't. I didn't feel that there was a lot of depth to any of the characters. Yeah. The sort of trajectory that you assumed they were all on in Chapter 2 was exactly the same thing that happened yeah. as the book went on. Yeah. And as a result, lacked it. There's a little bit of tension of task, which was who will get the diamonds, although that's more mystery, isn't it? Like, yeah. who's going to get the diamonds? It was a diamonds? mystery box kind of and situation, yeah. What will the will say in a year's time? Yeah. But all of the tension of relationship was very predictable and everyone was quite beige. Probably the most interesting character was the mother. Yeah, only because she was, like, loud. I still didn't like she, her well, very she much. Was, no, I didn't like her, but she was the most developed. Yeah, that's true. In terms of personality. And, yeah. And so Hillary was a bit smug. He was so smug. He was a bit smug. And I oh, I just wanted to punch him in his smug, rich person face. I didn't mind Claudia, but she was just a bit beige. And so yeah. Hillary, she had some moments where she started to show a little bit more colour. Yeah. And nice. then they never really went anywhere. So overall, no, I completely agree with you. When I can see the predictability, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's uh, it's a book that is not what I'm going to recommend. Unless, oh! I know, unless there's a lot. If I enjoy spending time in the location, I'll continue Look, with enjoyment. Same. If sometimes I, I will do time, it just for the characters. I'm yes. Sometimes like, there are books I where I'm like, I know where this is going, but I'm having a good time. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't have a good time no. spending time with the characters. Yeah. So as a result, I won't read this again. It's very much in the trash pile, and if I need a fast with a cast of multiples, some tension of mystery and tension of task and some conflict and depth within it, I'm going to read The Talisman Ring instead. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because that yep. actually has things happen. It has some stuff happen that's <laughs> that make you have a bit of a laugh. Yeah, and exactly. This wasn't. There weren't really any moments where I had a laugh. Whereas in Imprudent Lady, I had a laugh, and that other one. So I think that we can confidently say that this Joan Smith fully reinforces what Tara said when she went. Hit and miss. Hit and miss. This, this is a was miss. a miss, but Imprudent Lady was a total hit. So we know that she can do it. It just isn't. This one wasn't fast. Yeah. So if you have gone and, you know, you listen to our episode about Imprudent Lady, you're like, oh, I might actually have a read of that one. Don't do what I did and then go, what else did Joan Smith write? Or maybe you... Without doing some, like, yeah, review fair. research Re- first. A little bit of research, Because I did maybe. find yeah, one. True. There was one that was called, like, intrigue or entourage or something like that that seems to have quite much positive more positive reviews, reviews yeah. but it's not available in Australia. Oh, that's weird. It's, it says, this is not available in your region. It's a book. <laughs> I know. Book. That drives you nuts. I, so, I, know, I know. I think it's about copyright. DRM and copyright for books. Uh, anyway, uh, so before you go on that rabbit hole, I, so is that a you do not recommend No, I don't book? recommend <gasps> this book. Gosh, some books I, I feel don't like recommend. we need to keep a list because I think it's like single digits. It's probably single digits. Wow. 
But, you know, there's a lot of space on my shelves. I will say with the (laughs) speed with which we read in the last probably two years or however long we've been doing the podcast, I am much quicker to be like... Yes, no. Yes, no. (laughs) Like, I just feel like I'm... Because we talk about it so much as well. But also, we've talked about this before, that in terms of reading, you're more time poor than me. So you will go, I don't have time for And I also don't skim. Like, like it's a very rare situation where I'll skim. skim. If I'm like, "Uh," and then I might go, oh, that bit's a bit interesting and I'll dive into it. But I have more reading time, which is why I am, I think I'm more forgiving. (laughs) You're so much more forgiving. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. I'm like, don't read this. Because I'm assuming everyone is coming from it from my perspective yeah. where I'm like, no, guys, you've only got an hour today to do something just for yourself. Don't waste it on this book. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> what it is. It's a very important it's character important differentiation. Character yeah. Mm. All right. So this one. Definitely trash. Yeah. Aunt Sophie's Diamonds. 100% Don't trash. recommend. Read Talisman Ring or Imprudent Lady instead if you feel like a farce, a historically set farce. Or just a quick little Joan Smith read, then yeah. Imprudent Lady is good. Yeah. With a cup of tea. Well, thank you very much for joining us once again. That is all we have time for, slash all the time we need. Join us again next week when we will bring you more spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and maybe even dual not recommended. <gasps> oh, God. Dun, dun, dun. And of course, until then, happy reading! And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.